This is Chrome Bills, by the way. Chrome Bills. And we're drunk. Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. We built it from the ground floor. Pound for pound as we found a crowdsource. Now you hear a loud roar and a downpour of A.O. from the south. SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you go. Subscribe and leave a comment. Be a friend of the show. Seize Mike, Steve, Bill, ZNK, Chromosome. Want a Chrome Bill shirt? Hey, Alice the Doe. The intro and the interlude's new. There's something huge in the interview. Who are you? Who are you? True. We'll see through like an x-ray. I pass it to C's with a fabricated segue. So press play and let us send the energy. Throughout the potosphere to all our friends and enemies. Eventually we gotta let it go viral Be sure to stay tuned for the episode title This is that time where I make a quick joke And write a quick note So it ends up on a clip show Yo, that shit's dope ah, Making each F better than the last show Either way I'm staring at Steve's cat's show call. If this is a road trip, let me hold you down Make that trip from NYC to Chrome Bill South It's Chrome Bill Show It's Chrome Bill Show It's Chrome Bill Show it's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, you must just want to wanna be in the in the Guinness Book of World Records. Is the dumbest motherfucker, 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 motherfucker alive. There we go. There we are. Hello. Welcome to episode 140 of Chrome Bills, ladies and gentlemen. We have Paul Barman with us this evening. Good evening. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> Downboard, Steve. Come on. Steve's got me all shook from the, uh, you know. Y'all must be kidding me. That's probably more like it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. What Thanks we, so much. Which, it's what good should to we call you? Should, should we call you Paul Barman or Paul or MC Paul Barman? What is he? What do you, What feels right? Paul, maybe. Paul feels I'm, right tonight. I'm good with Paul. Awesome. I love, Young the, Paul. I love the new record, Paul. Thank you. It's a lot to unpack. I've heard that. I feel like every time I listen to it, I'm hearing something new. Isn't that the joy of it? And thought-provoking. Hell yeah. So Can it's, I, it's uh, appreciated. Right away, right, in, right away, nerdy question. Oldest song on the record. Can you give me just a ball? I feel like I, I just want to make sure I get everybody's names right first. Okay. Unnerdy, socially adept question. Who is everybody? It's nice to meet you. Uh, my name's Cole. I'm the guy who you've been uh, communicating with. Hey. Email and who almost smashed every piece of technology in my basement. <laughs> it uh, deserves it. I'm very frustrated. Well, I, I go by C's Mike, so I'm the dude that you've been... C's Mike, thank you so much for reaching out. I really Absolutely. appreciate it. Absolutely. I appreciate you taking the time and being patient while we get this. No doubt. And I'm Chuck, uh, rap name K Chromosome. Hey there. Uh, I love that name. Thank you, thank you. And I'm at Chuck. Glad to have you. <laughs> <laughs> no, well I like played, sir. I'm sorry. I even, <laughs> that happened by accident. And I'm the third of the um, friendly dad type, Steve, <laughs> DJ Steve Bills. Man, I Is commend it? you for staying friendly. That that can get, lose their patience pretty fast. <laughs> So Chrome Bills episode 140. We're glad to have you on. Hey, 140. And that's uh, man, that's committed. Just so you know, I don't know. I'm not sure if you know this. We had a, we think we had a family member of yours on not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. It was dope. He complained a little. He was funny though. <laughs> he, he complained about it. 
No, I just you know. I thought I mean, it was radio. Like, I thought it was podcast he, gold. He, he sure. accuses me of complaining, but I heard quite a few. Maybe, maybe it's his lower voice that makes it sound more like a joke. Right. Yeah, he was complaining about you, him watching the kids. So, honest question: Did he make you listen to the episode, or just talk to you about the episode? I'm curious. No, I, I, of course, I listened. Of course, next day, the show was hilarious. It was great. <laughs> I felt worse about myself than I ever have. It was fantastic. Oh, God. You know what? I'll talk yeah. to him about that. <laughs> no, it was, it's funny because we've talked about it uh, in following episodes, including we had some friends on called the Pen Pals. Who oh, are yeah? Fans of, yeah, they're fans of our show and fans of yours. Oh, nice. So they got a big kick out of uh, you know, giving us feedback about the episode. And the conclusion everybody came to was... It's top five. Young, yeah, Youngman's got a hell of a shtick. He's very good at it. I think, <laughs> if I understand correctly, that was his first time uh, doing an interview. And so everybody was sort of uh, well, first the toes podcast. In the water. First mean, podcast, the, right? His interviews, I guess, are lost to history. Right. But uh, <laughs> top five dead or alive. What's his line? He's top five dead or alive. While Wi-Fi is your wifey, and you've lost all your drive. Right. Right. Uh, damn, that's a hot line. He's good. He's good. I can't front on him at all. I, my my one complaint about it was like you sees mics, you know. You, you started in asking him about his craft, mm. which is what any MC likes to talk about. And like his, his standards are low or he stopped listening or something and he moved quickly to other subjects. And I'm like, young men, slow it down. Like you, you don't even let the good things blossom, you know? Well, if you get a chance to talk to him, what I, my feedback would be, you know, interviews, podcasts, any, even if it's a long form, short form, they're all opportunities to push your material to the extent that you want to do that. You know what I mean? So yep. if you're, it's funny because on, on a meta level, it's not like he was out of character by being a dickhead. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that was, that was his style. I just, that is meta. <laughs> it was crazy. It came out of nowhere, but it shouldn't have, I guess is the meta part of it for me at least. I enjoyed it. I felt like he was very warm with me. <laughs> he loves me. I will say there was something about the fact that I don't know if it was the records. Maybe he's a huge record head. From and, my point of view, that's what it is. At, at least you, you got you, a poster. Sees Mike's got a goddamn ceiling. <laughs> I think it is about, all about the decorations in the back. Yeah, we need to just have one poster. Got something back there. <laughs> are you are you a digger as well? Are you are you digging in the crates? Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Let me show you a couple. Yeah, let's let's check this Absolutely. out. Absolutely. So do you? Have you did you uh, bring any of the samples to this to this record? That's a good question. You know, you hear you hear about like rock him. Oh, look at this. Okay, those that came after. I have no idea what that is. It is the songs of the Abraham Lincoln Brigade. Okay. The Americans who volunteered to fight fascism in the Spanish Civil War. Wow. Dope. It is so crazy good. Huh. And it's not streaming. It's on Wax, CD, and Bandcamp, but I'm going to convince them to get it streaming. What's the signature on there? Abraham, that is Abraham the leader. Lincoln. This is actually him. <laughs> that is the leader of the band Barbez. Okay. Barbays, Barbays, who who did it with this woman, Valina Brown, who doesn't just have the voice of a goddess; she does it in multiple languages. This is the newest edition. That's dope. Check this out. Okay. 
was You're in a... my house before I was born. Wow. Okay. Wow. That is nice. I remember actually there was a hip hop group that was on Def Jucks that was called Rose That's Rose. what this is all about. That's nice. Um, there's an organized confusion uh, Roosevelt, song named after Roosevelt too. Franklin, Roosevelt. Yeah. Now, you said it was in your house before you were born. Who put yes. it there? Ostensibly your parents. God himself, herself, itself. This is the great fold. Yeah, Sesame Street has the fun- has a lot of funky records, man. Look at that. that Can nice. you see that? That was the first organized record that had the Roosevelt Franklin, right? Um, it was I like it was like it was like Roosevelt Franklin and watch Roger do his thing. We're like, you know, we got to have positive. We we're gonna have like the positive role model raps, and that is a dog you know about the playing the trumpet with a Jefferson Hawaiian- Park boys. Nope. This is uh, Kenny Siegel's like band Ooh. with Mr. Carmack oh, and oh. Like, graffiti hand on the back. Right. That's a that's a nice record. He's the producer that's done a lot of stuff with the Freestyle Fellowship heads, right? Um. Kenny Siegel, Mr. Carmack, Dude, Mr. And Mike Carvizi. Okay, I didn't, and didn't Kenny realize Siegel. that. Kenny me. Siegel does stuff with Self, Jupiter, Milo, mm-hmm. Mike Eagle, yep. me, Freestyle Fellowship. Lots of people. This is an amazing record. There was a Peace oh. record that Kenny Siegel did a long time ago that was really dope too. I'm glad that you mentioned Milo. I want to dive right into a quick question. So, <laughs> I think we're going to keep going on the records for a minute. Okay, song, this is incredible. The song okay. of the Indian. I wish I'm I was recording up. this. Okay. Sorry, ask me whatever you want, but you know, wax is a passion. I know, but it doesn't really translate to radio that well. So, I remember a time where the Pace One I Declare War and Lupac by the Answers came out, or uh, Answers by the Lupac came out and it had the same beat, right? It had the same sample. And I wish. Oh, can you? St- oh, camera video, turned off. Your camera just turned off. Because I went low battery. Oh, I was going to show you a bad record with an incredible cover. We need that hi fi. Okay. So I want to talk about the connection between on the Milo album, the young man has a point, your relative, and then mm-hmm. on your record, Undoing mm-hmm. Aloneness, recently mm-hmm. dropped on uh, Mellow Music. Mm-hmm. Same beat, right? It is. And I, mostly I even the same. There's, there's like a line in there that you guys. There's sort of like an inflection that, unlike the example I gave of the loop pack and pace one, like it's clearly connected. What What is the backstory? Is there a backstory you're willing to share about the connection between those two songs? Well, I thought the beat was so incredible, I wanted to bless it as well. Is it that simple? And you and you had heard the other first, so that is this is safe to say that's the second in the lineage. Mine is second, absolutely. I was chilling with Youngman when he was working on it, and I was like, I need that, too. Like, I got to have it. I don't know how to turn the camera back on. Is that a boring thing to say? Nope. <laughs> That's real life. That is real there's life. A, there's a little icon. Uh, I, I think I'm, it's I'm still last... charging. Okay. When it's allowed, I'll probably be able to do it. Okay. I'm the last I know you want to see that. You... Rec- I, w- I, I know you want to see, wanna see wanna a slideshow s- of record covers. I want to see more record covers, and then I'm going to show you some. I bought a bunch of records from Russia the other day. I'm gonna oh, show you nice. some some crazy covers. But were you in Russia? No, I got to connect on the internet. Is this really? not World Cup related at all? <laughs> this is not World Cup related. Are his K- initials VP? K chromosome. Do you have a posters uh, collection? A poster collection. I'm I gonna think... show you my poster too. Oh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> uh, sorry, go back to the music. Okay, let's get back to the music. I have a I have a question. Uh, meat and bone. 
Twitter. Wait, what was the one line of connection, though? That sounded like it was about to get interesting. Are you vaping? I think both of us. Are, I think both of us are in on the vape. Riding the vape wave right now. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll don't get judge, to that. Don't judge us, please. It's not that I'm going to judge you. It's just that I know the about line the is, facts the line of the is poison actually, you're inhaling. The, the line is that uh, <laughs> it goes. This solves nothing, right? Which is mm, mm. you use in your bars and is the end of. The Youngman verse, right? He, the last line he says is, "This solves nothing." Damn! And in the I middle love of to your verse, somebody catching good stuff. Yes, that is right? beautiful. That, that's the connection, right? So it's a homage, if you will, to the other song. And I, I always like to so a a that brought it to here. B is there another version of that song coming out at any other point, or will we stop there? Because the this solves nothing is such an open ended statement. To piggyback from one song to the other too well i heard that there was more to do with that line in the same way that i wanted to bless the beat all over again and you know i think kenny felt the same way reprogramming it to answer the question in a way that you probably didn't intend it did come out one more time in a sense because kenny put it on his new uh beat tape so just the instrumental is there um I like that. So my track, you know, Youngman is very, very straightforward and arguably more powerful than me. There, I said it, Youngman. I hope you're happy. But, uh, you know, I don't know if I was naive enough to expect the battle crowd to glom onto my record mm-hmm. or if they would at least pick up on it because their ears are attuned to that style of lyric but if I'm blanking a little bit on exactly how it goes wait it goes um, it goes uh, so the way he says this solves nothing but the way I say it it means two things at once this solves nothing and dissolves Mm. nothing like dissolve into nothing Wow. You know what I'm saying? So hang on a second. I got to check my notes. I mean, don't hang on because while I check my notes, there will be dead air. Do you have the index cards? Do you still keep them on that? Got, got them on cue. I'll show you those as soon as my camera comes back on. Okay. Um, Can you break down what what is going on in Meat and Bone, especially the third verse? Oh, that verse is insane. It's insane. What please... It, it's it's almost like you go right from like the creation of life to death and you know back to the earth. Is that is that what's happening there? Are, wh- That's exactly right. Okay. Are you a science teacher? Not yet. <laughs> okay. And yet, okay. Clearly, I am. Was there research involved? Do you have the? Did you have the? Textbook? Oh hell yeah! You had the textbook out with that. Okay. Oh, I don't use textbooks. The world's worst sources of information. The change in pH balance balance i mean you know to me a textbook is like that thing that literally makes you fall asleep and your mom hears the clunk of the book fall onto the floor get if you're back lucky to enough work. to live in a house i actually think the clunk of the book could be an album title not for you but maybe for me you think oh okay here it is you caught me at the end of the day so i'm not as sharp as normal no problem but it goes Swing for defenses, you think this into great, this solves nothing, 
to forcibly mate. Swing for the fence. So on the surface, it's like swing for the fences. You think this isn't too great. This solves nothing to forcibly mate. To say it in its second way, wow. and the way I deliver it on the record, it's right on the line, on the razor's edge in the middle. It's swing for defenses. You think disintegrate, dissolves nothing, two, four, sublimate. But right in the middle, it's swing for defenses. You think disintegrate, dissolves nothing, to four, sublimate. Hang on yeah. one second. That's a, that's a layer of just lyricism that I, no, no one's on. I no was going to say, has anybody done that before? My man. So I, I would the, be honest. I'm not this... catching it as a, a listener as quickly. You know, like uh, uh, right. we, we're, we're in the nerd realm, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So <laughs> this is, the tr- like, from this, my understanding, <laughs> this is the trained ear of the battle listener. I want to say it hasn't been done so much in music, but Daylight is, as far as I know, the best example of someone who's translating the acapella scheme insanity to mm-hmm. the beat realm. I mean... Now, I, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, I actually listened to... You had a great interview. There's another podcast called The Cypher. And on yeah. that, uh, you were... Ta- I, if I remember correctly, Daylight was the guy that you were uh, mentioning... He did the crazy schemes with the double meanings using snakes. He's amazing. And so, there's lots of other battlers that do it in amazing, amazing ways. And I, when I heard that, I was like, this is the vanguard. I have to touch on it to complete my self-identity as someone who pushes things as far as possible. Right. And by the way, that was just one little key to the lock of that song. I mean, not that it's intended to be utterly subtextual or opaque. But, you know, for me, what's really exciting about it is that it's on theme, right? Because I'm battling myself. The inner tear inny you didn't even know was there, that you thought you won over, and yet always comes despair, this pair when confronted why begin a split why begin a split why begin to run away why begin a split in half why begin a split models as in role models taught us bottle up and allies ain't into it and and allies ain't into it analyze ain't the same thing as when you intuit intuition so to what degree do you want to spell these things out for your audience after the fact? Or are you comfortable throwing it out there, letting it marinate, and hoping people Speaking come to Speaking of say, splitting, I'm utterly of two minds about it. Catch me at age 25, and I'm like, people love to dissect every line. They love it. People think so hard. It's inevitable. And whoever is rewarded enough to figure it out themselves, they'll run to their neighbor. Fast forward to 2018 where it's like, will you please press save on your Spotify interface? <laughs> no, but but honest question, <laughs> I, I want to go I want to go deeper and say, were you that way as a listener? You had to have been, right? Were you that way as a listener? Yes, absolutely. And who or what 
Something Sorry, has I'm a little bit distracted because it's just such an awkward time in my home to be like this. No, there's no. stuff going on around me. But um, I feel like we're all inspired by things that we encounter, especially when you're younger and getting started. And and you've been around for for you know a lot of time. Listen, motherfuckers have lowered their standards and and put their guard down. Okay, mm-hmm. I expect nothing but exquisite, multi-layered excellence from everything I consume. And if it doesn't have it. I move on. And the whole self-trickery of being like, I need to hear the dog shit so that I'm on top of, you know, the zeitgeist has gotten us where we are. People need to stick to their guns and believe that if they keep plumbing the depths, they're going to find portals into other dimensions that are more rewarding. Instead, so with that we delude ourselves into thinking we have to be uh, uh, knowledgeable about, you know, as if mainstream is its own genre. Give me a break. You're so with that perspective, for breakfast and being like, well, that's part of my job. That's, you don't have a job. With that perspective combined with, I don't know how recent your interest in the battle scene has become. Have you ever thought about? Maybe not entering the actual the battle scene with people like Daylight, but taking shots at some of the people you feel like are half-assing it at a higher level. <sighs> Maybe that's Youngman's job. You know what? It sounds like Youngman's got a Jay Z diss record in his future, something like that. I th- I think that is more of his nature. I think you know, it it just doesn't seem necessary for me. I'm more about making connections. Right. I used, you had a really interesting quote, too, where you said you're less interested in talking about people or more interested in talking about ideas. <laughs> that was at the end of a, a, a grueling three-hour question-and-answer marathon with Sean. <laughs> but that is true. And actually, it, a few days later, I was like, damn, you know what I forgot? I forgot that when Quest initially gave me those beats, it was in the service of all biography rhymes. Like, that is what I was supposed to do with them. And one of the reasons it took a minute to execute is when I was like, nah. But initially, he wanted me to do all biographies Mm. and make sure to include some, like, non-luminaries, like some people you wouldn't expect. And um, I think kind of after I did KRS Chapter 1, oh, have you heard my mixtape, The Blue Moon Kaboom? Yes, a while ago. Well, I mean, not not super long ago. So, yes. you know, KRS was like, next biography, KRS one. And he never did it. So, anyway, I did it. Well, to that point, I was going to ask, <laughs> like, true. rhymes. What is it? I think you call them the rhymeslations, where you talk about, like, the art of war and power. Uh, do you, What's the next uh, book or whatever body of work that you want to fit into that category? Well, art of war is going to have a couple of permutations as a book. I'm so in love with that rhyme and um, I'm working on like a video for it and also like uh, the book format. Um, I've actually had quite a few requests for 48 Laws of Power completion, the part two. So I've been talking to Memory Man about that. Um, But what I really would like to study up on and spread the information about is like, for lack of a better way of describing it as the Eastern understanding of energy yeah so like if i can get some acupuncture stuff in there meridians 
um some bikram yoga really probably. and oh and speak and bringing it back to your other question about um about uh the third verse of meat and bone yes so i have a video that i can email you guys that i did for my digestive system rhyme i would love to hear that see that it's not it's not of you eating and then taking a shit it goes because really, we can't post that chewed swallow hollow tube throat and it goes from there and then it ends up being excreted so like my vision <laughs> for a video uh-huh. is to have all of these different body systems rhyming Ooh. and then each one is made as a video that goes into like a youtube playlist but it has its own interface okay. where you can you where, click where you th- click each body part. No. Oh. The 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 <laughs> video is represented as a block. Okay. And it's modular and it's like kind of like those books where um it's split into three pieces and there's a head and a torso and legs and you can create different creatures. Ah, right. I want to bring that to the way that you create the video playlist so you can reorder it in any way. And since all the body systems are related, it tells its own story. So, like, let's say I have uh, food chewed, which is the digestive system, and blood flood, which is the circulatory system, and sperm squirm, which is the reproductive system, at least with our species. Mm -hmm. And we have uh, just dust, which is the desiccation of pretty much anything, including plants, but in the way that it is in uh, meat and bone, you know, it's humans again. And, like, you know... uh, uh, thought caught, which would be like, uh, the, I suppose, the brain. And, um, you know, I got a million of them. So, like, let's say, oh, drink sink is the urinary system. Anyway, so imagine if, like, you had a woman giving birth, but then she's thirsty, so then she drinks, and then the kid is born, and so he or she nurses... And then it's back to digestive and you see this one spark of energy moving around as things transformed and it shows the unity of not just all the systems. Like, How are you transitioning in the visual representation from one moment to the next with this? Well, if you saw the food chewed video, you would see that there's like the spark of energy that's like moving around inside the intestines. But it's user user initiated? Like the user, it it says, all right, well, this is the next direction I want to take it. So let's say the excretion goes into the ground and the next one is about plants. And then the next one is about um, (laughs) uh, the pulmonary system. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I, it's I, ironic. I mean, I literally see what you're saying. I'd be really interested to see how you bring it to life. Do you are you involved in the creation of that video, or are you working with with other people on that? Both. I mean, yeah. also, you know, it's very easy for me to describe the things I want to make and then uh, be too spread thin to execute it. To be honest, so <laughs> the fact that you've heard this album. Uh, regardless of maybe its shortcomings or the things that I would change in a million years or would have changed along the way is, is a monstrous achievement. Dad's in the house that can relate. Hey, yo. <laughs> I'm hearing going a crying, back, going back hearing to one of the baby right now. <laughs> going back to one of the original questions, what is the oldest track on there? Because I feel like that was such an amalgamation of a lot of really intense work in terms of you lyrically... And just to even 
shed half of a light on the output is there something on there like what is the oldest thing i'm just curious because there's something on there that was five years old and had to get out that was three years well old what's it sound like how, how's it how's it sound i'm gonna guess i mean what i feel I'm like when guess I, that harry moth album is is the oldest one um it might be okay it also might not be <laughs> art of war okay i I was I was sitting on for a minute. So were all the Questlove songs? Those are all kind of uh, were those all recorded at a certain time and in the same vein and same sort of mind state? No. Okay. N- not at all. Okay. Actually, I did Echo Chamber and Being Poor the same night. Wow. Uh, a lot of that was done at Steel Tip Dove's house. And he is really an interesting fulcrum in hip hop right now. Who is he? I have no idea who that is. He's an engineer and producer in Brooklyn. Okay. And Milo did his entire um, Scallops Hotel record there. His brand new Milo record that'll be coming out, I don't know when, um, was wow. all done there in one day last week. Wow. Mm. Yo, shout to Milo. You've he- got your process. Find. Yeah, we'd love to get Milo on the show. I mean, we had Open Mike Eagle on here. We try to love to get all the hellfire. We're, we're like honing in on Milo. We've had we're, Odyssey, we're trying to, we're know, trying to get bus, bus, like we're trying to get bus driver. We had a lot of mellow music uh, cats on here. We're trying to get Milo. Well, you know what occurs to me now that um, Low End Theory is shutting down is that the Beat Invitational mm-hmm. at Soul Folks Records is the thing that I know of that would be like. The thing following up. Yep. Where is where's that soul folks? Is that in is that in New York? Bidditon, that, Maine. That's okay. That's Maine. All right. Do you guys know of anything remotely as cool as um low end? <laughs> You're playing there July twenty fifth, right? You coming? Uh it is it in LA or is it in New York? It is in LA. I'd just okay. like to say just shout outs to the gas lamp killer. I know he was instrumental in, in really bringing that low end theory to where it is today um that's a homeboy i'll let you know if you're near new york i'll let you know when that happens i'm setting that up now please oh, word. definitely definitely inform me i'm broadcasting live from manhattan and oh really Brooklyn. yeah i'm in uh, i'm in like uh south street seaport area oh get out yeah where are you i'm in brooklyn Brooklyn's big. That's detailed yeah. enough for the internet. That's it. Give me a neighborhood. Give me a neighborhood. <laughs> give me, give me a somewhere between Bensonhurst and uh, Prospect Heights. Give me. Some. I'm like somewhere in between Long Island and Bay Ridge. <laughs> Did he just ex- he expanded it? Out. He expanded the area. Which I was, Shout out. Wait, is uh does Memory Man live in in New York? Not yet. Okay. He's on his way, maybe. Nice. He's in Austin. Austin, interesting. And is he a talented dude? I've really, what? I've really enjoyed hearing all his production over the past few years. Have you heard Broadcast One? Yeah. His album. Yeah. And he has something called Podcast One. I'm pressing on the button. Oh, now I can see you guys closer up. Sorry, you can't see me. That's all right. I'm, I'm having Youngman flashbacks, to be perfectly honest. Um, What'd you say, honey? It said. It say? said. At what it, point are you gonna say you can't see me like Youngman? You're gonna throw that one out there. Why would I say that? That's I'm true. all the way out you front. Can, plus, you can see him. So, 
Um, yeah, I don't know how much charging this thing requires to see your faces, but um, yeah, Memory Man. Okay, so what else about the album? Do you talk to people? Do you understand that the word vape is as twisted as changing climate change, global warming to climate change? See, I even got it. So a genius named Frank Luntz is a right-wing oh. verbal genius. Okay. And he rebranded Damn it. global warming, oh. which describes the death of us all, yeah. to climate change, which is, hey, seasonal. Things change. Can't wait till spring. Yeah. So vape implies vapor. Right. Like the weed-smoking thing volcano. Less. But what is inside the vape machine, if I understand this correct, is equivalent to both an aerosol can and the butane inside the lighter itself. Damn it. Ain't no water vapor going in your lungs like a supremely gorgeous autumn mist of weed uh, Valhalla. Do you think it's worse than smoke? No, I don't mean cigarette smoke. Combustion. But like if you were, it, yeah. The, the jury... The if out. I understand this correctly, the jury's still out, which sh should be horrifying enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna argue this. Well, what do you have any like? I, the stupidest thing I've ever done is smoke a cigarette. It's just. It's such. What's it? What's the stupidest thing that you do on a regular basis? Oh Besides my this god. Podcast. Well, are you asking if Paul Barnes has, has, has any vices? <laughs> mm, not even a vice. Just, I mean, I guess that you could classify that as a vice. But you're such a smart dude. I want to, I want to make you more relatable to our idiot. <laughs> There's got to be some candy bar that you're like. Every time I go to the grocery store, I'm buying right. this candy bar. He buys rap CDs whenever he sees them. Doesn't matter who it is. I do do that with vinyl. Okay. There you if go. you're if you're if you've got vinyl on hand, yep, you will purchase it. And I'm standing it. in front of you. Yep. And you're selling it. Yep. I will. I will do that. Well, you take a chance. Like you're not you're not one of those guys who has to yes. like bring a portable and listen to it first. You just like give it to me. That's a bit of a fantasy. I would love to be one of those diggers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I have so many things like. Living in New York is mm. probably not the genius move. <laughs> you refuse to move to Jersey you're with your kids. Right, you're, gonna, you're not going to move to Jersey. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> you're from Jersey, though, right? Yeah, I grew up there. My dad lived in Manhattan. Did you just get sick of it and that's why you don't want to go back? Or you, you need to be in the city? So, in my experience, it may be 30 minutes away physically. But it's three thousand light years away culturally. Oh. Okay, and, and I'm not doing that to my kids. Although I will subject them to living above smokers, who I wish would vape right now. So there's two sides <laughs> to every story. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yo, you should go pitch it to them. Like, guys, there's this crazy, awesome new thing. Yo, called I Check will out buy Frank you these dual canisters, son. And you said they scream a lot too, man. So they scream and chain smoke. That's what a nightmare. Um. Right now, it's been pretty quiet, but, well, I shouldn't say too much. Okay. Yeah, don't jinx it. So, record release parties for the new record in New York. Did one happen? Is one happening? One is happening. 
When is this? Let's lock it down for the Chrome Billionaires. Oh, my God. Really it's not locked down. down. It's not locked down. Okay. But I'm going to have to send you an advertisement when it's locked down so you can drop it in front of some unsuspecting uh, interviewee. Please do. But that's uh, this, this summer? That's at least this summer? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. Okay. And I'm also just trying to figure out, like, what it will look like because I have all these ideas that aren't the same as, like, doing the ha-cha-cha on stage like I used to do. I Not that I'm afraid of that per se, but like I just see all of these other possibilities. I saw you perform it in probably 1999. Come on. DJ, no. A DJ AV? Was he your DJ? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Couldn't have been 99. Okay. We were recording stimulating in 99. Sorry, okay. 2000 maybe? Could be. 930 Club in D.C. Where in the world is it? Oh, okay. 930 Club, Club in D.C. The 930 yeah. Club, yeah. I love DC. And it was, I think the Juggernauts were on the same bill. It was like you and the Juggernauts and maybe Dell. I, I didn't mean? travel with the Juggernauts. Okay, maybe I Del, traveled with Del, Del. Del. I played okay. with the Juggernauts at the Wetlands, but never out of town. Okay, I'm mixing up two shows then. So, Steve, there was a show that he was, he, Dell was headlining. Uh, it was definitely Barman. I can't remember who the opener was, but it was at the garage yes. down in DC. It was a guy named Buku. Buku, Buku won. won. Yeah, who had, he was a skate, skateboarder. Um, yeah, great Anyways, guy. I remember uh, Paul was on the floor at one point running around like Homer Simpson. You ever see where like he's, he's <laughs> yeah. like laying down, but he's also running at the same time? Right. And I remember <laughs> distinctly, that's that's what I remember from the show. My man. So um, that was, yeah, I, Dell was my first East Coast tour. You saw, you saw a great, great, uh, man, that was unforgettable oh it was black alicious black that Alicious. sounds right yeah That's right. everybody wanted to buy my science of rap krs1 book i would lend it to them it would go it would go from like pristine condition to like <laughs> mad mars bar streaks and like i'd be like are you giving that back and it'd be like no <laughs> and I'd be like, "Can you please give it back?" And like, I'll give you three hundred dollars for it. <laughs> anyway, I ended up teaching it? a class called Language Innovation, where I brought in my full collection. For a second there, I had a hot collection of rapper books. I had the No Malice book. Mm. I had the Stickman book. Mm. I had uh, obviously the Karis one was the best one, where he recommended. Have you read that? Uh, I have. I can definitely say that I have. Do you have it? Not anymore. I actually remember borrowing it from someone and enjoying the book and also thinking that reading their notes in the side was also just an amazing moment. And I need a new copy. I Xeroxed one completely the thing I've always honed in on, for a fan once, but now I don't have it. The thing I've always honed in on is the uh, the shedding of clothing during the beginning of the set is definitely in that book. What does he say? It's just that, like, you come out and you wear, like, a jacket and a hoodie, right? And you go, and then, like, after the first song, you take the jacket off. And then you yeah, unzip yeah. the hoodie. And basically, like, people know it's on and popping when you're down to the T-shirt. But sometimes that takes three or four songs. And I remember someone, someone's note that I got it from. It was, like, in a box. You now you, like, highlight a note in a box. And I said, do that. <laughs> do that. For me, it was, like... You're supposed to sleep with EPMD on, and I was like, That's "Wake up to Celine Dion." Oh, I like that. <laughs> no, I actually want to point one. He said to go into uh, 
like to kind of incubate yourself when you're writing so that you're not influenced by other people which actually leads back to a question that I asked that never got completely answered which is that for you you're you're such an innovative writer there had to be someone that sort of opened the well to I want to do this but more importantly like at a day like today for your own writing and I'm not talking about music because I want to keep the two separate mm. who who really gets you excited? Like, who are we missing that gets you excited? I, like, the, an answer like, oh, I was involved in this person in the 90s is even less interesting to me than who today. If an album came out tomorrow and you're like, I have to hear that. Who is that artist? Writing-wise, not music-wise. So. Eminem. Sorry. I mean, I think the music and writing divorce is a false one. Unless we're pulling in inspirations from all mediums, which is I'd rather to go me with the latter. more legit. I'd rather go with the latter. Um, so that's one branch to answer. And the second branch is, it's funny, like you never know what's going to get inside you and create new writing. So I feel like there's actually a difference between the things that you're maybe a fan of or like waiting for bait on bated breath, which right now this instant would be Nas. I, I will, I will definitely not like, and, and like when the black thought came out, like that was a, I only didn't hear it at midnight cause I was sleeping. Like first thing in the morning, I yep. wanted to hear that. Yep. And I feel the same way about Nas right now. You're referring um, to there's a Nas record dropping at midnight tonight, right? You're referring to that. Yeah. Um. But there's so much art outside of that, and really, what's so exciting is 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 finding the new stuff, like the the digging aspect. Like I recently got turned on to Alice Coltrane, and yeah. That's a bottomless well. Oh, speaking of which, I can't wait to hear the, the unreleased. The new, the new John Coltrane. I, can you even believe? That's I mean, awesome. crazy. That is the kind of news we need to hear. <laughs> I heard uh, Mitch Hedberg's uh, ex-wife or something was like, there's unheard material from him. She's going to release it. Mm. Mm. I would like to hear that. Um, I will say, uh, recently, the Fonte album compelled oh, yeah. rhymes out of me. That's a and great record. That's a great record. I uh, drove my kids crazy. I had this one song, Carnies on repeat, from Rome by Arm and Hammer. Mm. That had me writing, too. Like, when I as a Doom fan, I wasn't just a fan. I would be possessed yeah. by his work. Like, there was such a return on investment with those CDs. I would buy King Ghidorah, and part of me would wonder why it was half guest features yeah and this other part of me would be writing new rhymes for days and like giving things a chance that you don't expect that to do will uh will do that too does that does that make sense absolutely yeah like so you never know when that's going to happen you just have to keep hunting which is why I feel sorry for a world that listens to shit they know they're going to hate before they even hear it. And then they're like, yeah, I'm up to date when they're done. 
instead it's, of it's the of easiest thing for them to get to inspiration to. i mean i can't wait for the new car record and i'm curious to see if the palindromic release date is related to the themes i think it's 81818 okay oh that's a good point he's i need to delve deeper into into his catalog man it's so good. It's so good. But yeah. uh, anyone with the fa- like, it is not for the faint of family. Right. <laughs> it's one of those bananas records where it's like an hour of solitude time. Generally speaking, the Yen Lo record I was banging for a while. Insane. Insane record. Um, I can't wait to hear what Edan is cooking up. Ooh. I can only assume Paul Beatty is working on a new book. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Shout outs to Edan. Um, Edon and Steve went to high school together. Oh, really? <laughs> That's my buddy. Well, uh, Echo Party is definitely a piece of vinyl. Oh my god! Uh, like yeah, I got two. I think I have a couple versions of it. I think if you if you ever listeners, if you ever need a very special gift for someone else, Echo Party on wax. Well, we'll the make DVD you is the best gift giver of the event. Well, the DVD is ridiculous. Oh, that's bananas. Bananas. Um, but the new bus driver. I've been going through it. Boy, it's 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 a deep well. You know, it's funny, man, because he's you know delivery wise, uh, I would say very different than you. But you two have something very interesting in common as a writer. I always notice you'll go for the. You won't force a rhyme scheme, and you'll go for the most natural rhyme. <laughs> and also, but you also have like this, you know, very unique rap skill uh, with his delivery, with your delivery. But the content is always, you know, th- you got to look at the painting more than like ten times to pick up on half of what's going on. Mm. You know, like you guys have that quality to you. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, there's surf. I don't like the idea that somebody will be listening and being like <laughs> where I'm comfortable with that is where like you see a classic stand-up set and you're like man I missed a joke because I was laughing so hard right. like if you feel like you're falling behind for that reason I'm more than comfortable with that but if it's like man I didn't under are you speaking another language then I'm like, did I fuck up? No, but uh, but that's as uh, there's not one person I could play that record to, and not be like, all right, well this is rap. All right, well I can make out like a lot of what he's saying. You, you know what I mean? Like I think you're you're very good at making that palatable. Thank you. You know, but I it's funny because I also think about in terms of audience. You know, if someone thinks like that, that they arrive at that conclusion. I mean, are they ever going to be under to someone's music? Like, if they they're not willing to put in the time, no matter what the format is, Spotify, like buying vinyl in the seventies. I hear a dog barking. Does anyone hear a dog barking? That's outside my window. Okay, but you know what I mean. Like, I feel like it, there's always just a percentage of any fan you can get in front of or get your music to, and be like, I know you'll like this. I just need to figure out how to have you listen to it. Um. It's interesting because uh, when I was in the studio with Mark Ronson, somebody came in or something like that, and he's like, I'm a DJ, so I know what this person wants to hear. And he queued up the second verse of Cock Mobster, which, <laughs> like, 
is better than the first verse, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, it is really interesting. I definitely know... It's funny because, like, there are songs where I'm like, yeah, the second verse is better. Boy, I hope I got enough goodwill in the first verse for people to make it that far. So to you, what would define better in that instance? All right. The meat, I think the meat and bone second verse is better than the first one. I, I prefer the mellower tone of voice and um, well I thought there was three verses there There's there a- are okay the first verse got to me got a little bit of demoitis okay where like I remember it just be you know how it is when you're too close to something oh yeah I like, like that, that word I actually really like that, that word <laughs> I, I forgot I said it already um so like but that's just an example um but like you know that that's when it starts like dodging and weaving and being like it's funny because even stein told me uh that song really starts cooking when i say rest assured i'm the crested bird of nested birds (laughs) which is like towards the end of the first verse you know what i mean even though the first line on that song is so crazy and i posted a couple of visual explanations for it do you guys know what i'm talking about so i've seen the visuals on your instagram i have not seen the, the visuals okay so i took it as a challenge i was like i think i saw this colbert clip where he was joking about um what's the new mnemonic for the uh, planets from the sun out to Pluto when you're dropping Pluto. Okay. What? Right? I forget uh, the dumb sentence that goes with it. Okay. It's, it's the every good boy deserves fudge equivalent. <laughs> and he had some funny ones that dropped the P. And I was like, you know what? I always wanted to know the classification, the, uh, the, the classification of the animal kingdom Oh, no, no, no. The classification of... What's it called? Just the scientific classification. Okay. But, like, there's no good mnemonics for it. Oh, but what if I could make one? Kings play chess or feel great stress. Okay. Kings play chess or feel great stress. K-P-C-O-F-G-S. K-P-C-O-F-G-S. Kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. Wow. 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 So it's like an insane first line, which is the writing, but the writing and the <laughs> music have to be equally top tier. And the mu- and the musical writing doesn't hit its stride until the end of the first verse, but it needs to be right away. Okay. Wow. So well, do you look at songs like, you know, I know this is going to be an album cut. I know this could be a single. Or do you just, I kind of feel like you're more like a puzzle master with that shit. You want to make an entire album, not just one, like, splashy song. Oh, absolutely. Um, although, if the forthcoming visions are going to be as I see them now, there might be a bunch of EPs rolling out after this. And 
they'll be single producer joints probably so they'll have their own cohesive quality i think i've always been hunting for the cohesive thing where can which is why i'm so jealous of youngman who's like got prince paul on lock right now where can producers send their beats to you oh well i mean i prefer to like i'm i'm open to that but like this There's email shit answers. is trash there's two answers. Where can Chrome Bills hosts send you beats, and where can anyone else? Oh, okay. These mics can give you the email. Tight. Um, yo, you can, uh, you can, I guess, management at mcpaulbarman.com will probably be able to get beats. But like, really, I'm not trying to make music so that I can hit up SoundCloud every other day or more. Like I'm trying to connect with people, including yep. my collaborators. Yep. So if you're in Manhattan, it's a lot more attractive to me to listen to your beats as, as human beings than be like, why don't you email this to the uh, other collaborators you've ever met? Yep. Like that? No, that's not collaborating. That's yep. not why I'm doing this. Solid. Let's hang out. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I have a question. Yeah. Ask your mama. I feel like that's Youngman's first appearance. Did, really? Was it? Well, I mean, it's it's obvious that it's not your intention, but the the delivery of the song, hearing it all these years later, I'm like, wow. Like, I I kind of always, you know, how sometimes like you'll say some shit and some like that's really insightful, and then you realize you're like, man, I said that shit. Yeah, you know, I heard someone say that shit like a year ago. I feel like it was like one of those instances. Huh. Wait, ask your mama. That's the preacher versus the monster. Right. But the delivery of it, it's not so much the content. But, because, you know, it's funny, though, because I get the impression you view Youngman as like an outlet for your more aggressive side. And it's not that that character is doing the, the Youngman content, but he's got to What do you mean that. outlet? Well, I've heard you say that you don't always agree with the stuff that Youngman says. Absolutely. Right. But you're, so, you're talking about him like, like he's some sort of imaginary no, no, guy. No, no. I'm just saying sometimes you see in other people what you wish you had and it makes you angry. That's what I'm trying to circumvent. Ooh, I like that. You know, so, but, you know, I feel like have, I know so much of your patterns and like, uh, you know, the leapfrog stuff you do. Uh, on that song is ridiculous. Like your lady rhymes gigs on top crazy. of each other. Right. So like you have intention. Do you did any part of Youngman come out of your delivery on Ask Your Mama? Maybe even subconsciously. Well For him. I'm I'm really confused, actually. Okay. I mean I would I would say it goes the other way around. Youngman's directness and knowing him all these years probably influenced my ability to write in the directness mode of the preacher which is like slow it down make your impact felt you flipped it well well played well played <laughs> I wish you could see the sincerity of my face right now but I'm just on low power mode <laughs> low power mode okay one other question I feel like uh I'm getting in the way sometimes of what Chuck and Steve want to know. So I want to know, oh, snap. Guess what I uh, saw. 
I'm not going to presume that you're married, but I'm assuming that you are and that you have children because I feel like I've heard you talk about it. All true. All true. (laughs) When you're talking about like the last time I saw your twat, like a head was coming out. I'm assuming that's about her. Well, you know, it it was about, you know, it was about the situation of a young dad. Mm, That's a great, it's so, it's so so fucking real. It's It's so real. Okay. Now, okay. I have a question about this particular line. Oh snap! After I snow capped her whole lap, she gave me a soul clap. Okay, is it soul or slow? Because the first thing that came to my slow. mind, I slow. thought oh, I thought shit. somebody was gonna bring in. Doom, 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 you doom. should do that. That's such a good idea. And then it was the slow clap, and I was like, "Is it soul clap or slow clap?" But if it's slow clap, it's still well done. I think that you gave me an idea for what I can do when I'm on Dub Lab Radio, September 23rd, 6 to 8 p.m. And these ideas that that come, they can, you know, come in a form of a beat or, you know, any sort of type of collaboration. (laughs) Yo, I'm very open to ideas. I have two hours of radio to plan for right before uh, my my LA show. And I'm, I'm collecting stuff right now. Oh, I so got if some, you if I got you have heaters, kid. if you if you got heaters for me to like maybe um, pull out some new rhymes on the radio or like anything atmospheric that I could do like my endless scrolls of radio play repartee on top of or like ju- transition ideas like that brilliant one hell yeah <laughs> take it run with thank that. you run with it. Soul clap would still rhyme. It would still so rhyme. So the idea of the, the idea of extending the linguistic rhyme into mm. like this, like the words that are associated with the sounds, actually extends that idea. That's that's so cool, man. You, what if you actually did? What else would be an example of that? So, like when. Uh... I, when you hear an MC be like, you know, even if I'm about to lose my breath, like they'll cough, like in that instance. Or sometimes, mm-hmm. when, I feel like the beat will do that too, where it's like, now we're really going to accentuate the words. So the drums are gonna no, 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 no. But what if, come in hard. What, what if you finished a rhyme, for example, with like, you, you know, like. Uh, uh, I get an easy I, one. Like, I made my girl gal spurt. Now I need to listen to something. And real quick, you bring in Herb Alpert. Oh, I was going to say Alpert. (laughs) Right. Either way. But like, that could be a a crazy like mixtape style. That's where you um, rhyme with the music without saying it and relying on the knowledge of the listener. I love that's such a good idea. Yeah. You should. One of us should do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll do it together. Let's we'll do it. Do two of the four of us. The, <laughs> the, the main thing is to do it fast because posterity yeah. has shrunken. Yeah, it has. A couple of months. Everything I do takes a, six months. Well, I didn't mean it like that. I just, well, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to get all doom and gloom. <laughs> it's just that Antarctica is gone. That's so all. when do you find time? You, how many, you have you have single child, multiple children. I have multiple children. I have two sons. Nice. So when do yep. you find time to to make music? I used to steal time, but now I earn it. Dope. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy juggling these things, but I don't really have a choice. 
I mean, it, two. Uh, do you think two sons would be more labor intensive than like a son and a daughter or two and two daughters or? Son, I have no idea. It depends on what years we're talking about here. My son right now is two, and he's like a wrecking ball right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah. It's funny it's, you find out fast that records actually can survive scratches better oh, than uh, yeah. CDs. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, to be honest with you, sometimes I think one son and one daughter would be a more harmonious sibling relationship, mm. but there are certainly no guarantees. Right. Yeah, because of a sibling rivalry, kind of thing. Yeah, or maybe it's just that goat energy or whatever. I don't know. I've heard know. it's funny, man. Like uh, our friend DJ Cam One, he brought his son Who over once. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> he and his wife came to hang out with my wife and I, and uh, they brought their son. Who I don't. I think he's maybe like ten months old. They we went downstairs to the basement. They just put him down. I shit you not. He crawled around. It was literally like forty five minutes straight. Like I have a nine month daughter. Like I'll put her in a jumper. Seven minutes after you know she's like going crazy. I'm like, damn, that was a long time. You know what I mean? Like this dude crawled for like forty five minutes, just a bundle of energy, yeah. and he wasn't even walking yet. That shit blew my mind. Yo, rapper. Slight tangent. <laughs> Nardwar, if you're listening to this, it's your boy. I want to set up a staged converse, a, an on-stage conversation mm. in a black box theater. I'm going to dress like you. It's going to be like that weird video of Charlie Rose interviewing himself. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do some research on your life before we do it. And it's going to be a classic. That All was right. my question. Do you have anything in the chamber for Nardwar? Because yeah. I feel like if you're going to interview Nardwar, yeah. you have to have. You have. It starts with handing him a record, a mind blowing record. <sighs> yeah, what record? You got to give him the Cheech and Chong record with the wheat with the rolling papers. That that's one of my favorite out Nardwar the, moments. Out the gate, just got to give him. Where Schoolboy Q was like, it doesn't even burn that bad, and it's like three feet long. I got one. Uh, um. Well, he rolls it up though. Oh, he. Oh, does. you didn't. You don't know what I'm talking about. No, he I handed see... that to School by Q. Oh, he gives that to everybody. School by Q rolls it up. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. It's... Are um, you a School Boy Q fan? Sure. Okay. Uh, who's the? Who's the uh, can you give me a ranking? A top four of TDE rappers? Favorite? Even just top, even top two. Give me. Give us a top two. I, I mean, I don't feel knowledgeable enough to All do right, that. That's fine. That's fine. Let's, uh, let's go back to Schoolboy Q rolling. That just sounds like omitting people it either is. You're through right. ignorance or you're meanness. Right. It was mean. It was a That's mean like question. When people say, Give me How about this? What are yours? You seem to have strong, strong feelings about it. What are yours? Was he talking to me? Oh. I like. I'm Kendrick, then Kendrick. <laughs> I like Absol. Uh, I'm not That's saying I'm number one. Oops, I'm sorry. I lied. I'm number one, two, three, four, and five. Um, what were we talking about? Oh God! Let's go I mean, on tangents. Let's you know, he ended up on alternative tentacles. So, who's who's he? Nardwar. 
Okay. His band the Evaporate. Do you, do you know Alternative Tentacles yeah, yeah, Records? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dead Kennedys label. Shoutouts to Jella. Is it Jella um, or Jella? Mm-hmm. Jello. I, I like I like you calling him Jella. Jella. Shoutouts to Jella. That's the hip hop. Hey, yeah, what's up, Jella? Hey, Jella. Hey, Jella. That guy's amazing. Um, I suppose like some sort of alternative tentacles rarity yeah. would be the equivalent of what he hands somebody else, but I, I gotta assume he's got everything. Mm. What the hell could you give him that would impress him? I, I would think, give him a res- um, I would give him a residence record. I can't get no satisfaction. That's a good idea. Devo, but I think Devo forty fives. The the antidote though is get is breaking, giving him enough sincere affection. Yeah, that the affectation slowly. How about food? He always seems like he might be kind of hungry because he's always asking people about restaurants. <laughs> so maybe you just hook him up with some food. See what I mean? Yeah. You don't come with records. You come with co- true comfort and love right? like that. Doesn't he? That's he's always angle. bringing up like, have you ever been to so-and-so's diner on this street? And they're like, yes. How did you know that? Because I'm starving. Because I'm hungry, motherfucker. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I actually asked him. I was like, listen, man. Did you hook hit up somebody's aunt or what? Right. And he said, I have never gone further than publicly available write-ups. Okay. He's like, the information I find is always available to everyone. Because there were certain points where I was like, nah, he has the inside scoop one way or another. Right. And he um, was doing this before social media, so people should realize that. Like, this was going on before or n- social media and probably the internet. These these interviews were going on. Definitely. Right. He was on radio, and um, I used to read his interviews in a Chicago zine called Rocktober. Wow. Shout out to Jake Austin. Does he say that he does all his research? Does he have people working with him? Nope. Does it all himself? That's crazy. And it's all through research. It's, it's never like, all right, I'm blow jay-z's mind i'm speaking as pharrell now or whatever yeah, like right, right. i'm gonna blow jay-z's mind by swearing jay-z's mom to secrecy and hooking him up with nard like I, there were points where i was like it's it's gotta be happening yeah but nope never how did you feel about nas getting uptight with him um Well, it, I feel like the real question is, like, is everybody on camera expected to keep their cool all the time? Mm. And how how tolerant are we of uh, of real difference interpersonally? And then, I guess, thirdly, how important is our own coolness? So, once again, I feel like, uh, am I on the Peter Rosenberg, uh, like, uh, <laughs> no. T- no. like, no, like TMZ wannabe, nope, gotcha, accusatory culture retweet shit show? Who, us? Uh, no, I don't think, not no, me. I mean, like, like, how do I feel about it? Like, I've no, been I on can, both sides I can, of it. I can I sense that you it. that you have 
that you like Nardwar. I, I love both. I think Nas and Nardwar are both fantastic. It hurt, it hurt me a little bit that, that Nas got so upset with him. It did. I was like, come on, man. Like, take it easy on Nardwar, Nas. Well, I'm not sure what you're referring to, actually. Oh. What happened? There was an awkward moment in the interview where Nardwar gives him the um, Dino Might record. Uh-huh. Uh, Jimmy Walker from... Uh, and he, yeah, like, yeah. And then he, like, asks him about the Jay-Z line from Ether or something like that. And then Nas was like, shut it down. Or, like, he kind of he, he kind of tried to punk him after that. Well, why would he want to talk about that? And why shouldn't there be awkwardness with Nardwar, who's like going two octaves above his conversational voice constantly? <laughs> well, isn't that and- just Nardwar? It, th- I feel like that is after watching all of these interviews, I don't feel like Narbor then snaps out of it and turns into Charlie Rose. Well, let's yeah, ask that but question. you said you you mentioned talking to him casually. Is it any different? Paul Barman. <laughs> Paul Barman. Yeah, it is. Can you it is, it is different. It is, of course. Um, what about when Donald Glover did an interview and was talking about how he's an awkward guy? So you're just gonna have to. Um, mm. Be, you know, take that in stride when it inevitably appears. Okay. Like, he said that a couple years ago, and now it, he's universally known as the coolest man on the planet, red carpet, all that. Right? So, like, culture has changed right. since the pre-internet Nas Nardwar zine era <laughs> when some people were awkward and some people weren't always cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, th- things are a little bit more, uh, uh, I guess I want to say three-dimensional now, not to take anything away from anybody. What, is, what does Paul Barman think about Donald Glover? Paul Barman, what do you think about oh, Donald Glover? <laughs> TMZ, gotcha. <laughs> Paul Barman. I have a gift for you. Here's season one of Atlanta. Uh, on VHS. What, what, what could I... That's such an open-ended question. He's a monstrous fair. talent. What would anybody say to that? That's a fair question. That's a fair response to... Who looks better shirtless, question. you or uh, Donald Glover? Youngman. You, true. That's a better question. You... I think you should take off your shirt now. I was not you, prepared for that. You, I'm, a li- you know, I'm a little awkward, so I'm Words not have... Uh, consequences you said that he's right he's right only if you turn your camera back on so i can see your reaction it's charging oh man (laughs) i say um i don't know why it hasn't offered me that yet oh shit he did it (laughs) see bill's shirt is off no it's back to the uh krs thing it's it's just the hoodie first We'll get there. We're only track two. I pulled out uh, hip hop books. I pulled out uh, rapper books while we were do- having. That oh, what do you have? What do you have? I have actually a pretty cool one. This isn't actually a rapper book, but it's called "How to Be a Successful MC" book. And I've it, never seen that. Who and, wrote that? Yeah, this this cover is amazing. It's it's written by Leroy Stahl, S T A H L, and judging I mean, from his platinum hits, I can see if why this, he wrote if it. If this isn't a you know. 
It's at least single worthy artwork. There's a lot of hand jive going on. There's a lot of hand jiving going on here. Um, pretty far. You know I my actually used this. Stepbrother had growing up mm. Fresh Fly Flavor by Fab Five Freddy, which I never see on eBay or anything. It's the first hip hop slang glossary that I know of, and it's so good. Wow. What else you got? I have How to Rap with a foreword by Cool G Rap. What? You know, you know about this one? This is a pretty no. Good one. Who wrote that? This is written by a gentleman named Paul Edwards. I feel like that's not too hard, but of a Paul That's Ed- Paul Bartman's government name. Paul Edwards. Hey Paul Paul Edwards. What do you think about the black eyed peas? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that that's very okay, so that's the second book by an unrecognized non MC. I think the So far I think, as I know. Well, I think the um what he does is just kind of highlight different rappers and kind of like the the things that they're really good at mm, and mm. then he interviews them about those certain things so yeah uh have I'm you ever heard of songwriters on songwriting edited by paul zolo nope it's a absolute resource check it out man love it z-o-l-l-o all right you guys are very quiet i don't know I'm sorry. I actually had my mic off while I was just asking you a like, 30 minute question. Um, <laughs> he had his mic off while he was scratching his beard with his mic. <laughs> um, did I hear you? I can't remember exactly what you said. So, did you make a reference to like that you're part of like a study of what happens with your brain waves when you're rhyming? Is that something you said? I would fucking love to do that. Mike Eagle okay. did that. Mike like the, Eagle uh, did that. Okay. And his freestyles are as. Uh, Tightly woven and magnificent as his writings, which uh, Did not know makes that. him a pretty unique uh, study subject. Where, where are you on the freestyle spectrum? Of, um, you know, it it really, really depends. It really depends on the vibe. It really depends on like what's going on in front of me. I mean, I'm not. I can't hold a candle to those. West Coast dojo vets, but it has happened. Put it that way. You you have held a candle to them, or you're saying no? You, you no. freestyled before. You know, like <laughs> in special circumstances, like live, it's, it's yeah. gone really well. But it's not like that's my strongest uh, arrow in my quiver. Like Who's take me back, er, early '90s, pre Deltron Thirty Thirty. Paul Barman's just an MC at the place. The mic is passed to you. You're getting up there. You're freestyling. You're kicking the written. Like where? It, where are you? I'm talking. I want to go 16 years back, 17 years back. But it, but it, isn't doesn't it completely depend? Just like it would for anybody. Like you're. To be fair, yes, I love that answer. <laughs> you're weaving together whatever feels right mm. for the moment. And there were times where the moment is, you know what, I got this and I'm going to come off the top. Yeah, but I'm not going to sound like a Cool G rap written if it's completely off the top. I'm kind of, I'm just kind of interested as a fan, like what the off the top sounds like. I got to go digging on the uh, the internet archives and find the Paul Barman freestyle, like the live freestyle. Someone shot one somewhere. Um... You know, I better transfer all those mini discs. <laughs> like, I got them all. How did the uh, How did the Prince Paul connection come up? Just out of curiosity. So, I've been waiting for a question like that. 
because I want to say this. Mm. I've noticed that in podcast etiquette, there has been a change of how did you meet someone? Like, how did you meet someone? Yeah has become like the first thing that a lot of people ask on podcasts. And the answer is never, I make art to cause magnetic radiation waves that will attract me to the people I'm supposed to know, which is the real thing that's going on. But with podcasts logging hours and hours of chit-chat and so forth, like people just kind of it's kind of like it, I, I'm using that question as an excuse to unload this thought okay I hope, you're not, I hope you're not railing on me we waited not at all it's I waited two hours I think I waited two hours to ask that question it's not oh my god <laughs> I gotta go to bed it's not a secret at all uh-huh. it's just uh, I, it's just something that I noticed that doesn't seem noteworthy Okay. Nowadays. But uh so yeah, so I made a tape and I made a seven inch. In in ninety seven I made the tape and in ninety eight I made the seven inch. Okay. This is and, this is in New York or in LA? Yeah. I'll, I'm wrapping it up. How long we've we been on the phone? An hour and a half? No one wants to hear all this. I won't yeah, they'll And we only and we barely listeners... scratched the surface on the album. Seriously. Um we'll have to have you back on. Thank you. So um, so I sent the tape and the seven to Tommy Boy Records with his name on it. Dope. Wow. And, and speaking of track two, Enter Pan Man was my breakthrough piece of art, much less writing. And uh, he got through, I think, MC Fibonacci sequence versus Interrupting Rapper to Enter Pan Man, which was like the real stuff. And... Uh, was like I gotta work with this guy, and he wrote me a letter on Doo Doo Man stationery with his phone number on it. Now this what? is a this is a very nerdy question, but on it's very stimulating. There's a guy. It sounds like you maybe called into a radio station, mm-hmm. and then like Paul is cutting up him saying bar, bar, barman. On That's it? me. I'm I'm cutting that up. Oh, you're doing showing, the, you're doing the cuts I, on that. I was showing him uh, what we used to call like tape cutting okay. some tape scratching or something like that yeah which was just on the type of boom box that wouldn't ruin your tape if you did that and so, that was a tape of the uh uh durham area it was probably xdu or xyc it must have been xdu okay which was the durham station even though i was in chapel hill and i had don't i had uh you know pitched in for their um like radio drive or whatever charles and and then he calls you charles so i was taping it that show and yeah charles took the pledge yeah so uh, that moment of the record so i was like i think you should scratch this part of this tape like this right here Uh but he kind of had the red light on and was like you killed it that's it so you're doing i'm not the prince paul only at that particular time only at that particular spot. And Paul didn't do cuts on that record. Mr. Len did um, oh. uh, Senioritis cuts, and AV did uh, I'm Freaking Awesome cuts. Wow. And I did those. But those were on a boombox, not on uh, the tables. 
Paul Barman with the boombox scratches. <laughs> Shout outs. Chrome Bills exclusive. That is a Chrome Bills exclusive. Uh, what do you know about Ruthless Ramsey, Paul Barman? Don't know anything about him. I He is a uh, cassette deck turntablist. DJ Ruthless Ramsey. YouTube that. All right. He cuts it up okay. with two tape decks. Taking notes. It is amazing. I love shit like that. It's, I mean, he's actually um know. he's actually um <sighs> Candyman's DJ. Do you remember Candyman? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Ruthless Ramsey and Oh Snap to Soul Clap. That is a good idea. Hey, we gave you two. We'll take it. Hey, so where can uh, everybody find out about what's going on with Paul Barman? Especially okay. the New York City release party that I plan to attend. <laughs> and I'm going to give you a fucking Chrome Bill shirt, too. With an and yeah. with, 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 right pl- with a plus one. <laughs> give, me a, give me a size. Give me a size. Large, XL? Extra medium. Extra medium. Okay. <laughs> the XM. Um, the XM, okay. always <laughs> deeper in the box, but still there. All right, so Instagram seems to be the social network with clout right now. That's at MC Paul Barman. I am working on relaunching mcpaulbarman.com right now. On Twitter, if you dare dip your toe in the foul sulfur pools, it's at mcpb. Similarly, Bandcamp is mcpb.bandcamp.com. It's probably too much information, but the main thing is... The records, CDs, and tapes of Echo Chamber will be ready in a week or two from Mellow Music Group. And it's streaming right now on everything. And it's very important that you listen it from beginning to end less than an hour. Ideally with a friend. And, you know, there's not, there's not many albums that you can say this about, but it's got something for everyone, for sure. Thank you. Paul Barman, it's been a pleasure to speak with you tonight. Pleasure all mine, man. Thank you. Word up. Good Bills, luck with everything. Chrome Bills 140. We're honored, man. Thank you very much. All right. Good Sorry. luck with everything going forward. We'll hit you up in the near future for a follow-up. Much appreciated. Good all right, night. man. Peace, man. Peace. Paul Barman, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to take exactly. my shirt off. I'm taking my shirt off for that interview. That was fun. <laughs> I can still see you. Is oh, he yeah. still there? Yep. Paul, are you still okay. there? Paul Barman. <laughs> what is that dog in your. Do you have a dog, Paul Barman? You know what would be a very Paul Barman move? <laughs> I would have got her a dog or a boat and got her a dog. <laughs> you know what would be a very Paul uh, Paul Barman move? Huh. If he never, like, he just, like, was just watching us for however long we go with right, this. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? That's that was like- great. Like, uh, my wife and I got a cat cam because we're going on vacation. We have a cat. (laughs) It's like a little bit longer than we usually travel. And I'm just wondering, you know, when I come back, like, am I fully on this cat cam forever and ever and ever? (laughs) Cat cam. Wow. Me and the cat cam. cam, I'm going to, when I come home and listen to this interview with Paul Barman, it's on the cat cam. Right. If your life was a sitcom, like, Towards the end of the episode, there would be something called the cat cam segment. And go. I think I told. I think I told you guys the story where I was down in. I was down in Austin, and my friend had like the uh, the side camera, 
for the uh, you know like the, anyone coming into the yard. Okay. And it just happened to be one of those nights where his neighbor heard us over the fence. He had just moved into his place. He came over and was like talking to us, and we're like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we're drinking. He's like, oh, I got I got a bottle of that in my place. I'm gonna go get it. And then it just so happened that that video only tapes when when there's motion. Okay. And he was so excited that the next morning when he was like, oh, I have two videos from last night. And it was this guy sprinting by. Like, wow. the guy, he was so excited that we were going to party. <laughs> he was excited to drink with you guys. He's he like, oh, I got this bottle. <laughs> Full speed. So you see it the next morning, you're like, oh, he didn't know that was there. He got right outside the fence and then. <laughs> <laughs> Caught him on the cat cam. Caught cat cam. <laughs> you got cat cam. What y'all know? Wow. What y'all know about the hashtag cat cam? All right, Paul. We're gonna. I don't know. I'm just gonna manually override Paul out of the conversation. What y'all know about the clam cam? What y'all know? I don't know anything about the clam cam. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't. Damn, Sam. <laughs> Keep an eye on that clam, boys. I would. I felt like we were just close enough to getting a freestyle. Yeah, it's interesting. I did. I. <laughs> I read like something a long time ago where he was like, I don't really do it. Mm. And then I've read stuff more recently. I think he said something like, I wish I hadn't said that or something like that. So, I mean, I don't, you know, that's a tough one. Yeah. At, at what? Because it's a kind of like. Hold up. Yeah. Oh, you're good. No, there okay. we go. He's, I just, he's dropped now. Like at what point is freestyling beneficial to him? Yeah. Especially over the internet, it's not like. like oh you, yeah, not doing. Not you guys do it. You guys do it. Like, but I. It's not ideal to freestyle over the internet. Not right. not doing it now makes <laughs> freestyling over the internet. <laughs> freestyling over the. Internet. I love it. I always wonder where people <laughs> fall just because freestyling can be. I, I always like to pose that question because I think you get a, you get a lot of different answers. Yeah, you can always tell. Like people are always very honest with their answer to that question. There's something about the integrity of freestyling that we've never had an interview where you ask someone about freestyling and they lied to us in the answer. People right. have lied to us about other shit, but mm. for some reason, yep. Cole, do you agree with me? There's yep. some reason where that has been the place where everyone's been answered. Like every answer has been honest. Mm. Right. Because, mm. you, you know, you, you'll get called out you on You would that. get called like, out on Man, I'm, I'm dope. You're like, do something. Like, no one who's really dope is like, man, I'm the shit. You know, they're like, yeah, I can do it. Like, if you want to ask me to do it, go ahead. Like, but I'm pretty confident and that's coming off to you. You don't need to ask me to do it. Someone was like, man, I'll, I'll fucking, I, right now. I was like, all right, right now. I was like, right now? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I want to, yo, I'm on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how I want to know how to get in the uh, get along gang. You know that joint from his uh, collection. Yeah, the get along gang. I'm Dude, trying to get down. He it seems he, like everybody can get with that. He really blew my mind with some of those like rhymes that can be, uh, you know, heard two different ways. That's fucking bugged out, man. Yo, check this shit out. So the song Leapfrog. Yeah, lyrical leapfrog put you in a deep right. fog. So you know the song with Doom where it's back and forth with the two of them. Not on this record, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. And maybe because I did not listen close enough because I don't, I don't remember that one. Um, I might be playing myself. Give me a second. With all that rah, rah, rah talk, yeah. Playing yourself. 
With all yeah, that? it's the 99.999% one. But Doom, Doom doesn't rap on that, does he? I'm pretty sure. Well, because he has. Drop it. Drop it on us. Can you play it right now? Yeah, Let's hold do this. Yeah, Lyrical Leapfrog put you in a deep Chrome Bells, by the way, episode 140. And we're Thank drunk. Dicking with us. And we're drunk. While you play that, I'm going to get another drink. Hold on. Yeah, I, I, can do a, I can do a direct. Uh... No, nah, I'm wrong. He's okay. not on. It, it says featuring him. But the, so, beat, the beat. The beat is definitely a Doom beat. There's one. I can't I can't remember the song. It might be on his uh, previous record. Yeah. Uh, the Balloon Mushroom Cloud one. Where he's like landing on top of Doom, saying a different like saying he's not like doubling up on the word like mm. uh, doing a backup. He's saying his own. It's like until then and say chill when, like he lands it on top of that and keeps going. So he he was like you know when I, I was looking into expanding that out a little bit more. That's when he started to do leapfrog and the way he was explaining how like how the patterns were moving around is like it was like leaping you know around like a frog. Wow. I mean yeah he you know. He's on some next shit. He definitely on some next shit. You know, it's a, it's a tough. It's like tough not to have a cliche uh, about him. He's on some next shit. <laughs> right. You know, right. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be listening for more of the rhymes that you can hear the double meanings of each rhyme or the right. double enunciations, even. Dude, I don't. I'm not checking for daylight at all. Should I be checking for daylight? Checking for daylight. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. He, I might be thinking of DNA for some reason. I, I'm thinking he reminds me of DNA. If I remember correctly, what? Because there was this thing Barman referred to, where he was talking about how uh, daylight was in a battle, and he was taking the acapella scheme of like Snake and like the levels that he took it to were fucking crazy, like in a battle. Wow. And so that's what he wanted to write, the, you know, his own song, you know taking it to that level with shit but he was battling himself yeah it's crazy you need to know which what uh which battle that was uh daylight snake do you ever listen to the cypher uh yes i have listened to the cypher before there dude i I feel like we could learn a lot from listening they get in they get in pretty deep yeah Cause it's so polished. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like much more, inform like actual than what we do. Okay. But like they'll they'll like sneak in like the footnotes like in a different you know, uh, Mike's effect. Okay. You know what I mean? Shit yep. like that where yep. it's like shh, shh, you know like these mics oh, is a hairy daylight. fuck. Oh, I got it. It's like you know daylight I mean? battles so and so in 1934. <laughs> <laughs> most right. people and then they'll have they'll most have people felt the daylight won the battle. I don't like that. I don't fuck with that. Shit. <laughs> well, they actually played the clip of the battle. Okay, where he's like saying this. He's like, I'm a boa constrictor. He was. It was crazy. Okay. But, and then I don't like he, when they get too ner- like I don't know. I was thinking, like, like, like when they get too nerdy on things like that, you're like, uh, you're taking all the fun out of it. KRS One was born in the Bronx in 1974. There's an element of going to what people are talking about that's amazing. Like if you listen to like microphone mathematics on NPR, yeah. that I actually do to Chrome Bills when I listen to it a second time. And by second time, I mean I already did the episode. And I'll sit there, and one of you guys will reference something, and I'll pause it. Check it. And you'll go look it up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just if it's if it's good enough, it's if it's worthy enough. How uh, many apps? How many apps? A make it 
to the end when you listen to it the first time and how many apps get listened to more than that second time you're talking about for me personally but the both of you the both of you so I would say almost everything gets listened to all the way through once I would okay. say there's, there's probably five or ten out there that just by sheer lack of data management never got finished but no other reason than that. Wow. Better and than then, a lack of interest. Wow. And no, never a lack of interest. Then there are other ones that I go back to and to be honest it's like you you know, you go back to it cuz you know it and you remember it. Like I would say for me most most listened to episode of Chrome Bills is 99. Yeah. That's the one where you were down here. The one where I was down there starts with like a 20 minute freestyle. That's right. a good episode. That's a, and that's a one also because sometimes when people will say not so much now that we're at 140, but let's say when we were at 115, uh, when people would be like, "Hey, you do a podcast? Like, what? Give me an episode to check and see if I'm down with it." I always knew they weren't going to stick anyway, so I'm like, "Hey, if you're only going to check 10 minutes of this, <laughs> right. I want it to be this episode 99." Watch where we murk the freestyle. <laughs> we, it would right. just come in killing it because if you're like, if you have to report back, if you're like, "Hey, I check Chuck's podcast," and it could be a conversation or it could be like. Damn, this right. was <laughs> Right. Respect. But then there'll be other ones. There'll, there'll also be stuff. I mean, it's more than I'll, it'll be so good. I'll be, while I'm listening to it, sometimes I'll just go back through. Like, I listened to the prank call on uh, last week's episode with the pen pal. <laughs> Shout out to the like, while playing it, I mean, that was that was 15 minutes of my life. Just like, hold up, run that back. Hold on, hold on, hold on, run that back. Are you fucking serious? Do we ever know what happened? No. Did Larry, did Larry have his get his uh, comeuppance? I think we know. I think know they had sex. Bit. I think they had sex. Oh, they're married now. Cynic and they, uh... they settled down. They're perfect for each other. Shout out! Uh, shout out to those guys. Shout out to the pen shout pals. Out to the pen pals. So, mm. C's, where are you at? With, with, <laughs> shout out to Larry with with the replays. I always listen. Well, because for a long time, I used to take notes while we were doing the episode. Right. And that you know, like it's too hard to do. Yeah, so you're well, automatically in now, so you always listen to one. You always listen to a playback once. By yes. the way, we never got to see, but let's let's go. That's okay. No, I, I skipped it. I'm disappointed in myself. Do you? Well, okay. So I I'll be surprised. I I was surprised Chuck said that he listened all the way through the second time. I don't know why that surprises me. Like I guess I'm. Well, Steve, do you not? Well, you must because you mix it, right? Yeah, but I don't need to listen to everything during gotcha. the mix. I get to so listen. You I listen for like transitions, or if there's dead air, or if somebody's mic cuts out, or if somebody says something that they regret and they want me to take it out, then I'll take. Then <laughs> By the way, if, you, if you're really doing that, you're not doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> not on the that's not on the last one. I did not. The last one. I'm like, he's gonna kill part of that. Part. Oh, that's the whole. Part. Yeah, I just. So that do one, you listen? That, that was a Sunday night at like 10:30, and I'm like. Fuck. Oh shit! I forgot right. to mix this motherfucker down. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Do you do you do you think you listen just out of necessity? Then no, I in the in the back of my mind, I have this image of me being like sixty five and being like, I was doing a podcast with my friends back way back when, and then I would like relive my youth. That's right. that's like what I have in my head is what's going to happen. Okay. You know? 
Yeah. So, so you're saying you're saving them for that? I'm saving them for that moment, you know. Ugh. That's not. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, no, I mean, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it's two different things. Because honestly, the ones that I've listened to, like I did, and then recorded, or did, and then listened to. When I listened to him when I was 60, I wouldn't be like, I remember doing this and that time I listened to it three days later. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Good point. Now, it's Ill, like, I, the, I always listen to it so I can take the notes. And then as I'm listening to him, I'm like, God, I just wish I could just fucking listen to this. Like, you know, like, just yeah. enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, not, it's not hard. It's just the, I think one of the things that we benefit from is we have a good, like, flow. Yep. And so when I pause it to like write some shit that, but you know, it's always, uh, it's always kind of maddening because I'm like, I'll never get to just listen to this just for fun as long as I'm doing the description. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just By the way, I don't think anyone reads the description. So if, no. you, want to, if you want to just leave it, <sighs> they need to be I, at least in the Facebook feed, right? You could just do like, you could just needle drop five things. Okay. Oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that because I, I love was, the I, description so much. So I don't know if you know this, but like in the bottom, because I post the iTunes episodes, in the bottom of the iTunes episode description, and it shows that not even either of you have looked at them. I said I used to write this thing where I said, "So leave some comments because we need some haters." Right. And now I say, "Leave some comments because we need some haters." Other than, and I start like listing things that like I says like Young Man, Des, Mitch. Oh, I like did a, not see that. So, yeah, I, I've just started adding people. I've put you guys in there for episodes, <laughs> taking it off. No one's looking down. Nobody's there. checking That's, that. Team was like, we need some haters other than Steve Bills. Right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, maybe um, Nardwar will be a hater. <laughs> be good. What the fuck are you guys still doing this for? All right, I, do you guys? I took the day off of work tomorrow. I did not. Okay, I definitely did not. I don't know what I'm gonna do. All right, so. If